0: Welcome to Clarity to launch the podcast. I'm your host, Natanya Bravo, founder of The Bravo Life, business and mindset coach, and a woman on a mission to help you acknowledge that internal whisper and gain the clarity you need to launch a life you truly love. Years ago, I followed my own whisper and took a leap of faith, leaving behind a six-figure salary and everything I knew to fulfill a one-day dream of moving to Paris. That one tough decision led me to creating a seven-figure business, marrying the love of my life, and helping thousands of women use their passions to uncover their purpose and create the income and impact they were born to. It all boiled down to one decision. Was I going to keep telling myself one day or make today day one? Now it's your turn to decide. Clarity to Launch is here to give you the tools you need to guide you along the way. All you have to do is decide. So are you ready? It's time to launch the life you were born to live. Hello and welcome back. Today I am talking about what it really looks like to have and run a multiple six-figure or seven-figure business, why that may not be what you actually want and why that's okay, and just sharing some of the lessons and learnings that I've had at each level and different decisions that you will likely have to make as you progress. And I'm sharing this from my own experience, but also I have many clients that I've supported during these transitions. And so I'm going to give you a few different perspectives. Of course, there's no one that fits all. So please take what I'm saying and what makes sense for you and release anything that doesn't. So the reason that I was inspired to talk about this today is because I see so much online about you know, hit $50,000 a month, $20,000 a month, $10,000 a month, whatever your goal is. And I think a lot of us, when we're first starting out our business, we have this like big goal, typically the first one is to hit six figures, right? So to make that 10K a month year that you're making over $100,000. And then usually once we either get close to that goal or we exceed that goal, then it's like, okay, no, I want to dream bigger. I want to be making a couple hundred thousand dollars a year, a few hundred thousand dollars a year, or maybe you're shooting for that million dollar plus business level, Right. Now, what a lot of people don't think about is if you actually want to be a CEO or you want to be an entrepreneur, those are not the same thing. And typically, once you start to move into multiple six figures is where you're going to need to have to put that CEO hat on that is not always the funnest hat to wear. Now, I say this again, having gone through this transition myself, but also supported other people through it, what I often find is that when you are making, we'll say for the sake of keeping it in terms that we all are used to hearing, under 10K a month, right? So let's just say you're averaging anywhere from like $50,000 a year total revenue to like 100000 dollars a year total revenue. And even before that, honestly, 80 to 90% of what you make goes back to you it's profit. You likely don't have a ton of expenses. You don't have a ton of overhead. Maybe you've got like a Dubsado subscription, a Leadpages subscription. You pay for your website once a year, but your expenses are very minimal. I I doubt that you're spending more than, you know, max, I would say a few hundred dollars a month on, you know, your Calendly, different tools and technology that you might be using in your business, but you're not Needing to spend hundreds of dollars. And you likely don't even need an assistant. If you do have an assistant, it's probably a few hours a week. So not a huge expense. Again, maybe a few hundred dollars a month. Now, what tends to happen is that as you grow in scale, you're likely supporting more clients, you're creating more content. You've got more going on, and so you do need some help, and you do need bigger systems, and you do need bigger platforms in order to support these clients with the onboarding, the, the sales process, the offboarding. You're likely using different tech and tools. And what a lot of people don't talk about is that there is an expense that comes with that. (laughs) And that usually means, and I will say this actually having worked with multiple accountants that specialize in this industry and work with coaches and consultants at all level of business up to multiple seven figures, multiple eight figures, generally speaking, the more you make, the lower your profit margin is, right? So you can go from being in your business, averaging, you know, $5,000 a month or so, and again, 80 to 90%, if not more of that is your profit, right? So you might be coming out, getting in $5,000 of cash revenue coming in each month on average, right? Not every month might not be the same. I have some highs, might have some lows, but on average, you're maybe making around $5,000 cash revenue. And of that, you are getting to keep, again, like, So maybe you've got, you know, maybe $500 of expenses, $1,000 of expenses. Maybe you've got like a coach you pay each month. So you might have some little expenses here and there, but you likely are keeping a good chunk of that. So let's just say you keep about 4,000 of the 5,000. Now, what happens is as you scale and grow, again, you've got more Support that you need help with, so potentially more hours from a virtual assistant. And then once you get into the multiple six figures, a virtual assistant is usually not just enough. You likely are going to be, need help with the marketing or sales or content creation. Um, so you might have a social media manager, or you might have someone helping you with customer service and client support, right? And so now you're bringing on more people. They may or may not be full time, but you still. Are having this expense and this is usually about the phase where people have to switch from working with contractors to potentially making their first hire usually somewhere between the two hundred thousand dollar mark and five hundred thousand dollar mark so what does that mean it means that your profit margin is significantly going to decrease and again this is something that having worked with different accounting firms and bookkeeping firms of people that work in the books of people in this space that are making multiple six seven and eight figures Generally speaking, if you are making $200,000 plus, what is considered a good profit margin in our space is anywhere from like 40 to 50%. You're gonna have some people making a little more than that. You're gonna have some people making a little less than that, right? You might have someone with a 30% profit margin that is still healthy and fine. And you might have someone with a 60% profit margin that's doing really great. Now, let's just take 50% to be even, right? And so if you are generating $20,000 a month, right, so you're over $200,000 in in revenue each year, your profit margin is likely going to be half of that, right? So net, net what you get to keep after everyone's paid, um, all your systems and things are paid for, everything to keep your business running, Half is going out, <laughs> right? And so sure, you get to keep the $10,000 a month. And that can either be, you know, depending on how your business is structured, you might have that as salary or maybe your salary is already before that, or it might just be extra savings and cushion for the business. But likely you are now making less in percentage wise than you were before you took on the more clients, more expenses, and so forth. Now, there are absolutely ways to scale with a lean team. You don't have to hire full-time employees. You don't have to have five team members, but again, it's just gonna depend on how your offers are set up, right? And so generally speaking, in average, and you know, I've talked to many people in this space, both people who are qualified to speak on the financial side, meaning finance is like their expertise, And both people who are colleagues in this space so other coaches and consultants, and I would say 50% is. I'm taking the average right i'm taking the outliers of those that have a higher profit margin and i'm taking the people that are more in that 30 to 40%, which is pretty average once you get into the multiple six figure. And so this is where you might and again that profit margin can be after you've paid yourself what you would call your salary and then you have some extra after that but. These are things that I think it's really important to keep in mind when you're seeing people say like, I had a hundred thousand dollar a month or $50,000 a month, or I'm making $10,000 a month, right? Where they are within their business journey, because at a certain point, and I want you to keep this in mind for yourself when you're setting your own goals, like, do you actually want to be responsible for a team, right? Do you want to be responsible for having every two weeks, every month, payments going out to people that are reliant on you and your business and your clients, present, future clients, for their livelihood. That's a whole nother ballgame. It's not just you anymore, just kind of posting and playing online. (laughs) You're now responsible for someone else's livelihood that's relying on you, to send that paycheck every two weeks, right? And then of course, once you get into full-time employees, you're talking about taxes, employee taxes, you're talking about health benefits and all the other things that can go into that. And so I think something that's really important is when you're setting your financial goals, one, to get clear on what are you trying to make profit-wise and what are the implications of that number you're setting, meaning, okay, you want to make, let's just say, $300,000 a year is like your big goal. Well, are you based on what your offers are, what your pricing is, are you alone going to be able to support the level of clients that you would have at that level of income? Or are you likely going to need a customer service manager, potentially a marketing and content creator? Are you also going to need someone to help with just like systems and operations and tech, right? And all the different things that are happening in your business. Are you also going to need an accountant, a bookkeeper? Yes, you do. If you're making that much, you absolutely 100% need that. And so that's another line item and expense. What tools and systems are you going to have to upgrade to, right? So instead of spending, you know, maybe you're spending $100 total a month, on your different platforms right now, you might be spending $1,000 or $2,000 a month on systems and tools and platforms for you and your team to effectively do your job. So these are things that I think more and more we need to talk about because I realized that even going through it on my own, I didn't realize all of this until I got there. And then you start to wonder, like, do you actually want to be a CEO or do you just want to have a business that you have some fun with that maybe you make the equivalent of what you made in your full-time job and like, that's fine. And I think it's okay to choose not to scale in the same way that if you do genuinely want to scale, I think it's important to understand like where you're trying to scale to what kind of business model makes the most sense for you in order to do that. Um, And this is why I work with a lot of my clients who do want to scale in creating scalable group programs so that their time is not taken up. Right. So they have more time. It doesn't require as much team because you're, Supporting people in a group container. And so you've got set hours, you've got set parameters within that. And you are able to charge a higher amount. So you don't need as many clients as if, for example, you were doing like a membership model or you were selling your ebook or whatever the case may be. So there's, again, less management and tools and tech needed. That being said, there's, of course, still expenses, right? And there are absolutely examples of companies who can be profitable in the multiple six figures at a 60 or 70% profit margin. But I just wanted to share that generally speaking, you should expect to be somewhere in that 30 to 50% range with 40% kind of being the average Um, when you're looking at your net profit so after every single thing is paid for your marketing expenses right as you scale and grow you're probably going to start to invest in paid marketing and so there's an expense to that (laughs) where before you know to reach your maybe five thousand dollars a month you didn't really need to invest in paid marketing because you can rely on your organic audience 90% 90% of people online that you see that have multiple six, seven figure businesses are allocating something towards marketing, whether that is paid marketing, like ads, or an actual person on their team to help with marketing and content creation, right? Because that becomes a full-time job at that level when you are trying to reach a certain revenue number. And so I personally have had um, my own experiences and thoughts on like what it looks like to run a business as a $100,000 a year business versus what it looks like to run a business at a $2 million a year business and what is and isn't aligned with me within that. And I think we can all you know, adapt the type of business we want to ourselves, but I think it's also important to not go in with blinders on and to be very clear about the fact that the money that your business generates is not going to be all profit. That's just not how it works, right? If you want clients come back to you. If you want to be able to create content, if you want to be able to reach more people, you're going to have to invest in tools and systems and potentially your own coaching and your own personal development as a leader now of a team that you're managing and your own team's support and development for them to succeed in their roles. And all of that usually comes at the point where we start to get into the multiple six-figure levels, so, you know like $200,000 and up, where I Have clients now who are like, I don't want that, (laughs) and I think that's amazing that they know them for that, know that for themselves, and they're like, you know, what? I'm good with like having, you know, if I'm having an income that basically replaces maybe what they're making in their full time job or slightly above that, and staying at that and being a solo entrepreneur and maybe having a virtual assistant that helps them every now and then, but they're not looking to have these like million dollar dreams that I think a lot of us are sold that we're supposed to have. And I just want you to have permission to know that if that's not what you want, right. And that's not the life and business setup that you want. That's okay. That's okay too. You can still grow a business in other ways. And you can choose to like, there are moments where I decide that I'm not looking to grow. And so I'm not actively promoting or selling anything. And like, I take the gas pedal off. Nope, we're just going to coast and like, let that be the thing for right now. And I think that's okay too. We don't always have to be in a moment of like more, 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 but if you are desiring more and, you know, I'm someone, as you all know, who did rapidly scale my business and I'm happy with that. But I also think that it's important to know what you're walking into, right? There are responsibilities. There's another level of responsibility that comes once you start to move past like where most people are within their, their business when they're first starting out and you start to expand beyond that revenue and finance wise, as well as like team and systems wise. And I think it's important to just know that going into it and figure out is that for you? Do you want to be a leader? It's okay if you don't. (laughs) It's okay if you're like, nope, I just want to coach and I just want to help people. And like, if I want to do this on the level that I am right now and like stay at that level and maintain that level and get better at my craft, great. Right. And I hope that this gives some, can take some pressure off of anyone that's been like, oh, I have to want to have these like massive goals. Right. When we see people talk about $50,000 a month, $60,000 a month. You don't have to have to want that. So if you are someone that's like, you know what, I just really want to make it to 10K or 15K a month and I'll be good. Great. Awesome. You can absolutely do that. And you can do that with a fairly lean team and you can do it in a way that is a line where you don't have to like burn out on hours of one-on-one coaching or creating a bunch of different offerings every month. There are definitely different ways to scale. As you all know, um, I specifically help my clients do that through group programs, but I think there's just really getting clear on like what your end goal is and why, and what does that look like for you in terms of your business and your personal life, and then figuring out the strategy that's going to be best suited for you to get there. So I I think the other thing that I wanted to just share quickly was like, when you're starting to look at that transition, and I know a lot of you are in that transitional phase of going from like one income level to the next, or maybe starting to hire your first team member or your second team member. The thing that got you to whatever level you're at is likely not going to be the thing to bring you to the next. And so whether that is a pivot or shift in your marketing strategy, a pivot or shift in your signature offer, a pivot and shift into how you show up or a combination of all three plus other things, you are going to have to make a shift at each level. You're not going to be able to keep doing things the way you've been doing them, right? So for me personally, what did that look like? Going from... 50k a year to 200k a year meant that I could no longer not delegate. I'm a little bit of a perfectionist. I don't like to give other people responsibilities that I feel like I can just do it myself, right? Anyone that's like a little bit of a perfectionist probably resonates with that. And I had a really hard time, like really just like delegating, like, okay, I'm going to pass this on to someone else who also has experience doing this. And I'm going to trust that they're going to learn to do it. And they're probably going to make mistakes the first, the second, the third time. And it's uncomfortable because you're like, no, they're making mistakes. I'm like, it's my baby. And I've been doing this by myself for so long, but you have to. Learn and lean into that. And of course you want to find the right person, right? I'm not talking about someone who six months later is still making the same mistakes, but people have have a learning curve and they have to learn and they have to do it their way as well, right? They've got to match like what you're asking them to do with how they can also add value to it. And that's an uncomfortable phase to be in when you've been running everything your own. You have this baby that was once in your head and now it's out in the world and now someone else is also working in that. And that usually is one of the most uncomfortable challenging things for people to start to do is to like delegate and get out of the weeds because being in the weeds is not going to get you to that next level of six figures and up that got you to, you know, 30K or 50K, right? At a certain point, you have to get out of the weeds and get into the more strategic creative mode and allow other people to own their zone of genius and support you and your business in ways that you maybe don't have that skill set in the way they do or have they have a new perspective they can add to. And then I would say the next jump is when you're going from you know, around that 100 to 200k mark to now wanting to scale upwards, then it becomes looking at your offer suite, your positioning of your offers, your marketing strategy, because you have to have a consistent marketing strategy to generate the amount of leads that you need, you know, where your pricing strategy is, are you going to be more high ticket? Are you going to be lower ticket, but focusing on quantity? And so there's so many things that go into that as well. And that's something that I help my clients figure out the best strategy for them based on their goals, but not just their financial goals, like their life goals. What do they want their life to look like? Do they want to work five days a week? Do they want to work three days a week? Do they want to be the face of their brand? Do they not want to be the face of the brand? Do they want to be on social media, not on social media? Like there's so many different ways to run a business. And as you've heard me say, every single strategy works. It's really about you getting clear on what's most aligned for you and then finding a strategy that supports that and going all in on that making a decision right so I hope that this was helpful. I know we're all at different levels in our business, but I think something that I'm on a mission to do is bring more transparency to what it looks like at each level and what is and isn't you know, a reality for most of us. Every Everyone has their own unique situation, but just things that I've witnessed, not just for myself, but for my clients, for my colleagues in this space as well. And I think it's really important to look at like not just some random number that you think is going to make you feel good, but what's the implication of that number? What does my business look like? What does my life look like? Because again, we want to create a business that is supporting the life we actually want, right? So not a business where our life has to like fit ourselves in around our business, but the other way around. You should be able to design the life you want and then have a business that supports that. And so I hope that this was really helpful for you. as you all know, I am really, really passionate about helping more purpose-driven entrepreneurs, get clear on their message craft offers that are aligned with them and really just create the ripple effect that I believe that coaching creates when we are able to help one person and then your client goes out and sp- you know, is now their better version of themselves, whether that's professionally or personally, and can now help and support other people in their own unique way. I think there's an amazing ripple effect that happens through coaching. And I'm just really excited to see where this space and industry goes. I know there's a lot of, you know, we could see it as like negative that can often be associated with this space but I do believe that there are some change makers and people within this space who are going to continue to make this uh, a really incredible, like moment in time where we all started to reflect more and wanted more for ourselves. And we all became of service to one another. If this episode was helpful send me a DM. I'm at the Bravo Life on Instagram. And again, if you are interested in learning more about how I can support you, if you are a new or aspiring coach, you will definitely want to check out my free class on how to create a thriving coaching business and my signature program, Clarity to Launch Academy. If you have already launched your business and you're now looking to grow in a way that is, again, aligned with your life, You'll definitely want to check out Clarity to Scale. And if you send me a DM, I can get you set up with a private training to learn more about what it looks like to start to shift your business model, start to shift how you show up in your business. And if you are at any stage of business, or even if you don't have a business, I want to invite you to join us in Italy this August. We just had someone else sign up today. It's turning out to be an amazing group. I'm so inspired. By the people that are coming. I'm so inspired by what I know is going to be a magical time. We're spending a full week in Tuscany, Italy, at the Bravo Life Experience. It's going to be our fourth retreat, and I am so excited. So, if Italy is calling you, if this experience is calling you, if being around like minded people in a beautiful setting and just getting really clear on what's next for you, not even your business, but for you as an individual, then I invite you to sign up to join us in Tuscany, Italy. There are a few spots left. You can click the link in my bio on Instagram and I will chat with you all next week. I hope this episode gives you more clarity and proof that you can create a life you truly love. Be sure to subscribe, rate and review so we can continue to connect and serve those who are ready to use their ideas and experiences to positively impact the lives of others. If you want to connect more, follow me on Instagram at The Bravo